there's something authentic about four in terms of like its negativity and rawness, but like I don't think I'm being myself all the time because I'm saying no to a lot of my natural reactions in favor of an image. That's really good. Like what is you that is completely uncontaminated, yeah. uninfluenced That's by the right. environment, by history? And that the way to we way that we as for sure to do it is over individuating. I wanted to get a tattoo that just said upset. I just thought like <laughs> yeah. it's like don't ask me questions, just look at this. The big hormone enneagram. I'm John Lukovic, 415, sexual self-prez, 458 traffic. I'm David Gray, self-prez sexual, 9 with one wing, 974 trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm an 8 wing 7, sexual self-prez, with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Alexandra, I'm a social self-preservation, 9 wing 1, 963 trifix. If you enjoyed the show, like and subscribe on Apple and Spotify. And even if you don't like us, leave a review. And if you want to support the show with a donation, you can find us on Venmo at Big Hormone and PayPal.me forward slash Big Hormone. Welcome to Big Hormone Enneagram. It's four on four violence with me and Joseph. Uh, we're going to just do the plugs real quick. Just buy my book, rate and review it, please. EnneagramSchool.com, me and Josh. Um, Alexandra is uh, killing it with her and Josh doing the attachment type support group. It's sold out. There's a wait list if you want to do the next one. Uh, hopefully they'll have dates and stuff. Alexandra's doing the Bachelorette and the Enneagram. Uh, it's very funny, very interesting. I hate reality TV, and yet I watch those yeah. things because they're so they're such good, deep uh, analyses of like personality in a, in a fun way with a very cute girl doing it and. Um, she has been doing some shit recently with Joseph. What is she, you did the Barbie movie, and what else have you been doing? Yeah, yeah. We did, well, we did some reality TV as well, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, it was lots of fun. Um, I just put all of, uh, obviously subscribe to DAA if you want to learn typing skills. Uh, I had sort of an offshoot of DAA called The Princess Court, which I am just, I just decided, I think, yesterday to put it on YouTube, so I'm going to be uploading those on YouTube, and I've been doing them with Alexandra and Akram as well, um, and we're having lots of fun, so check that out on our YouTube channel. Yeah, I think that's, that's great that it's going to be on YouTube, because those are really funny and really interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, y'all have like a social hammy vibe altogether. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets, it's social sexual seven, social sexual, it's a lot. What are so for for listeners yeah. that haven't don't do DAA? What are the things that you're put like? What are the topics that Princess Court has, and how they find you on YouTube or whatever? Yeah, so uh, it's just our Enneagram or YouTube channel. I mean, right now we've only made a few videos, but um, we've kind of done some, I guess, kind of like social stuff, like media, the Barbie movie. I think we're going to be recording um, an episode soon. Um, the interview with a vampire TV show. Um, lots of good uh, typing stuff there, and we did. Um, Oh, Love is Blind, is that the show? Um, yeah, Alexander and Akram are very excited. Um, I have not seen it, but um, reality TV is great because it's so stupid and so base that it's like the perfect way to learn the Enneagram because there's like no like intellect making anything confusing. Totally, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like my thing that I've appreciated is that when people get into conflicts, like it shows you the stuff a description can like kind of intimate or hint at, but it, like to actually see those dynamics yes. in a, it's a whole other thing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, uh, and then David t Trifix booklet. Um, and I can't remember what else for David. Uh, anyway, that's all I can remember for, <laughs> for the, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> all the plugs. Yeah, we're good. All right. So I wanted to, uh, talk to Joseph, uh, because we did a social blind roast. And, you know, you, Joseph, were talking about uh, vulnerability and, mm -hmm. like, how difficult it was for you to be vulnerable. You, I think you mentioned it in the context of being friends with straight guys, but mm -hmm. um, it kind of struck me because I experienced, growing up especially, like, a lot of vulnerability and insensitivity and had to go through a process of kind of intentionally hardening myself, which is, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, 
and but it's still a thing I struggle with of how to be like a normal functional person with sensitivity. And I was curious too about like you know when we did when we were doing that like test thing, mm-hmm. the different ways that we were understanding sensitivity, vulnerability, and our inner life in re- like, in reaction or relation to the outer world. And so I thought that was just really interesting. And there's not a yeah. lot of we talk a lot about four on the pod and stuff, but it doesn't really like get into it i think a lot you know what i'm saying yeah um yeah. so anyway i don't know if you had anything to say about that but uh i had questions and stuff like that for you yeah i think just to reiterate i guess what i was saying um that hardening piece that you're talking about is sort of something that probably every like male kind of sure. relates to or whatever um but i think yeah there, there's something i've i call it like a pseudo rejection eight thing which is why so many of our Male clients like really desperately want to be typed as eight, and it's just some sort of. I mean, I could talk about that, but I won't. But the point is, um, there's this thing that happens where you're you're trying to slice off all the like vulnerable or feminine, so to speak, parts of yourself, and that's sort of anti four, and it's kind of anti sexual as well, where asexual is very like kind of fluid and like back and forth in terms of power dynamics and structure. Um, I was just saying that this sort of group of people I've never been more comfortable working with I I it's stupid but like I just like boys bullied me all the time so I was like sure. never really friends with them so uh to to be to realize that like it's sort of irrelevant in this group of people and it might be because of social blindness but I think that that four piece is a big thing because there's something sort of like anti uber mask anti athletic it's not to say that fours can't do sports or fours can't do masculinity or whatever, but there is something sort of like wet and emotional and soft, and I'm going to go inside, not go outside with punches um, that four fixers kind of do to like move through the world. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I was curious, like, we use that term sensitive a lot, and, you know, I think one of the things we were getting at when we were working on, that, on the te- those test questions was, the difference between four sensitivity and nine sensitivity. Right. Yeah. And so I was curious of like how you experience the difference and especially the difference like as a heart type versus like a body type, you know, yeah. like what is, what is your particular relationship to your heart and how does that, like what's, what's vulnerable there? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big question. I'm trying to think about, I sometimes find it like, I almost wish that, with the Enneagram that people would just tell me what they think I'm doing because I realize that with Enneagram, even though like you hex that, you think you know yourself, but like you don't know shit. But if I'm thinking about just being around so many nines, like for example, if maybe you experience this in your partnership with a nine, but when nines get sensitive, mm-hmm. just as a contrast, I almost find that there's no difference in his reaction between him being mad at me or mad at like the couch. It's the same, just like sort of vague, bubbling, uneasy, something's wrong. I don't know. It's not this like pointed, like you stung me in this one place and I I have something to hit back at you. Um, For me, I, I think it's more specific and pointed at something image based. And then I either lash out or just I'm like, I have to get out of here. I don't know. I don't, I'm not really sure what I'm saying. Does that make any sense? No, I, th- I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, something that I experienced of a lot as a kid was, uh, you know, being very, like, disembodied and, and being very, yeah. like, you know, withdrawn and stuff. But I feel like the one thing that, like, kept me human in a certain way was... Um, like I have a like a soft carry careful caring kind of like I think of it as like line to two like yeah like a weird soft thing and like you know when I first learned Enneagram it was pretty fucking obvious I was a four but um one of the things that I you know I try to check myself and entertain like maybe I'm a five because I got so much five but mm-hmm. that like there is like a big like I care about people kind of a thing that I don't feel like I feel like often when we're crafting descriptions and stuff like that, we kind of minimize because so many nines can see themselves yeah. in that. Yeah. But um, I, I've always been like very aware of like people's feelings. 
right. not always a t- you know I'm social blind, so I'm not like it's not like I'm tracking all their little moods and reactions. Mm-hmm. And the way I think of it is like I'm very comfortable like offending people, upsetting people. I'm very yeah. comfortable with provoking people, getting them angry. But it's like I don't want their feelings to be hurt. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like as a difference yeah. there. Yes, actually. Yeah, I'm just thinking I'm absorbing that as you say it because my my family would always be like, you have so much bark and you can't take it. Because I'd sit there and just rip things to shreds, not realizing that's what I was doing. It was just like, this is me. Um, and then somebody would say like one thing to me and I'd like cry. Like I'd be mm. like, I can't, and I, I hate everything. I hate all of you. I have to go. This whole world sucks kind of thing. Cause it, but like, not realizing that like I had just done <laughs> like, so much worse. Yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, the way I think of the heart center is about, like, two, three, and four as being different expressions mm-hmm. of, or different, like, representations of universal ways we all know and express identity. And so, like, two is how we know and express identity through relationship. Three, through, like, how we actualize potential. And four, like, it took me a while to come to this because I was like, I was like, I know that I'm... I like I have a sense of what I'm doing, but I couldn't quite find the language. And then finally, it like clicked that, you know, it's trying to know and express your identity through what is like uniquely your own. Like, what is you that is completely uncontaminated, yeah. uninfluenced That's by the right. environment, by history, and that the way to we way that we as force try to do it is over individuating. You know, is right. like overly, oh, like um, you know, in a piece of art, it's like like oh, this is the kind of this is the expression or the colors or the shapes that are coming out of me through this and getting really like precious about those things as distinct like um, points on the compass to get back to our self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so- What's the me that's not, that completely unencumbered by anything else? Like what can I find that color? It's gotta be, you know, this thing Absolutely. and so you're starting to like okay this is the thing and then if anything else tries to influence it it's like fuck fuck off absolutely yeah totally yeah and you know and at the same time like i've like i you know I said before i've i've always related to a kind of two-ishness actually like i don't know if you have that experience but no uh, actually. <laughs> i have i've always had this like like lovey-dovey like hidden romancy thing and i think it shows up in the way like get all like involved in romantic relationships but it's like right. uh i've always felt that like despite all my like four or five whatever like that like lovey-dovey thing is always very there but i like hide it a lot and i don't yeah. present that yeah. as part of my image at all and it's kind of like if you can get through all my shit it's there yeah it's no like, actually oh, oh. yeah go ahead sorry yeah sorry sorry yeah no yeah that's true i mean i don't i um with my partners I mean, no one's ever going to see <laughs> that is a that is a just in this space thing. I'm very uh, probably cute and affectionate and needy and vulnerable and all those things. But there are situations where like somebody tells a joke and I will force myself not to smile because I don't want them to think mm. that I think it's funny. So I can't even be happy when I'm happy. Like I'm in such control of my own like natural heart expression because there's something about like i don't like that i found that joke funny it's not me so i'm not even gonna i can't laugh at it even though i i was laughing you know and so like what why like why why would you not want <laughs> like why would that be a thing to control uh yeah no that's a good question it's like if i uh, maybe it's like a social thing. If I laugh or if I, if I laugh at somebody's joke, then I'm handing them access to me as well, which I don't want them to have. And maybe I'm not ready for them mm. to have access to me or, or see, like, I think the most vulnerable part of me is that part that is actually affected by that's like doing attachment that's just like affected by the world. That's not me just like, okay, no, it has to be this exact color. Um, that stuff that just flows naturally out of you that like goes against whatever your image ego, I'm not ready to let people who know me very well will start to just see more and more of that because it is the real me, but I'm not ready to let somebody um, see that. Or it's like a social thing where 
this is a joke that everybody's supposed to find funny. I'm not going to be that basic social thing. Even mm-hmm. if I'm laughing, I can't. And mm-hmm. in a space, I would rather be the only person who refuses to laugh. It's kind of a dumb analogy, but you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, let's see. I don't really, I don't really relate to that. I, uh... No, and I don't really see that about you either. I think it's just like three-wing social stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little indiscriminate in a certain social way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, for me, it's like, uh, I'm trying to, trying to kind of enter what you're speaking to, but from my, my lens. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Cause I'm, sure. what, so I'm, my, like, my, the stuff that I'm really, Forish about, let's say, is like social stuff, social chemistry, all that. Like, so, like, all these little examples I'm giving, um, or stuff that is me, like, it could be objects, but like, it's sort of this this is the stuff that represents me. Like, I think you asked me about like my piano and all, all the stuff oh, yeah. like that. For you, as sexual self prez and with a five wing, what are the, what are like, what are the avenues that you feel like you're the most, this has to be very much exactly me coming from me and nowhere else because it's not social stuff because a lot of stuff i'm describing is just super social so you're gonna be like i don't really care yeah. about that what is it for you that's a great question um yeah I, th- I mean for one thing poor alexandra gets a lot of this but like i mean it really is like my romantic relationship you know yeah. and okay. it is like like it's not just um oh i'm in a romantic relationship with this person like the thing that the little like like Alexandra and I, you know like I, there's just so much identification with Alexandra and right. like our dynamic together and what she represents for me and like right. it's really it feels like um part of you know like I've talked pretty openly that I have like jealousy is like a thing and part of that is because it's like she is my heart and if she's like been with other people it's like my heart has has been exposed to other people in a certain way right it's really like it's really kind of um embarrassing and almost like uh scary how much my heart is like in her you know and so uh there's a lot and so that's one aspect and then the aspect aspect is like what I would broadly like paint is like my own creativity, especially in terms of like drawing and painting is like okay. the vision, yeah. not even the paintings itself, but like the vision that goes into them and that like that mm-hmm. envisioning symbolizing thing. And so when it comes to um, like non-contamination, uh, just like, like, com- like that frustration in the heart center thing of mm-hmm. like keeping out. So like I was reading... Um, my uh, a poet named uh, Ami Césaire, and his mm-hmm. he's got this book of poetry called Solar Throat Slashed, and <laughs> that ter- that that line was so like powerful. Just that like n- that name for some reason, and like I've known that book for years, and mm-hmm. I was I I got a copy of it and I was reading it, and I found out that Solar Throat Slashed was a interpretation of a line of another poet's uh, poem. And I read this other poem, and it was, like, really not in- interesting, in my opinion. And mm. I was, like, I, w- I had this, like, thing where I was, like, Ami, the, the poet, uh, I was, like, what are you doing? Like, taking, like, on one hand, you can never totally be original with creativity. Yeah. But, like, for him to take his beautiful book of poems and and base it on a name from somebody else felt like this weird like yeah yeah what are you doing man you know like yeah. Yeah. and I, I was like really intrigued by the level of reactivity i had to that where it came from something else and so like obviously like i i, I um i know i'm going long but like i uh i know i like i'm influenced by other artists and other thinkers and stuff like this but there's a thing about like not wanting to be too influenced yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and it's like I've had to learn because it's just fact that that's that that's like non 
existent, especially in the world we live in now. I feel like even in the 90s, like some new electronic, like a radio head went electronic and it was like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Now it's like, there's nothing new. We have access to everything in our pockets. There's absolutely no way to not copy and be influenced by someone else. But the last thing that I'd want to do, and it happens sometimes, is to sort of just be like, yeah, I based this on, or, or, or for example, like lots of classical music is, um, uh, like it'll be based on like folk dances, just like of the people, which is like sort of anti-four, right? And most most composers are like nines, maybe four fix, whatever. Um, and I'll be like, oh, this is so sublime, but it's just based on some like drunken tavern dance. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's so strange. Like, I mean, I think, and then what's interesting is that when you hear the artist of the sublime thing talk about it, they'll emphasize, like if they're, they're usually not forced, they'll emphasize the tavern dance not this sublime thing that they did to elevate it, the meanness of what I did to this dance. It's like, oh, you know, I'm just making music of the people. And it's like, that that's not something I'm, I ever want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Because, yeah. um, like, what, I, what I'm, like, picking up in this is, like, the way that for self-limit, right? Like, yeah. Like, and, and right. returning to kind of vulnerability, like a thing about me is a lot of my life, um, till I was like in my early twenties, like was so limited in terms of like what I would expose myself to, what I would do, Same. how I would act, how to, what I, what I would say. And I got to a yeah. point where I was like in college, like deeply, deeply isolated and it got me, and you know, part of the limitation thing was um, humor is really important to me, uh, but it was hard for me to like be friends with people because in real time, I'm better at this now because I've done a lot more work to like get in my body, but like I couldn't come up with like funny things or like I couldn't respond to things. It was like my, my uh, loading time for like things to say was like very slow. Because it would all go through the filter of the emotional center and then the mental center and then hit the body last. And so by doing like breath and other body stuff, I've like, I've learned to be more like a human and more able to express myself and to like come back with things and make fun of people and do all that kind of roasting and stuff. But that was a big thing of vulnerability where it was like I was too uh, slow right. and therefore i like i barely existed as a social being you know what i'm right. trying to say yeah mm -hmm. uh side note i just realized you're wearing a shirt that says miserable across the chest i love that <laughs> so much I, I i would like that shirt okay there's a bottom okay okay but anyway still still just if it just said miserable <laughs> anyway but um <laughs> yeah um i wanted to get a tattoo that just said upset I just thought, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, don't ask me questions. Just look at this. But anyway, um, no, the self-limiting of four is such a huge thing. I realize the same thing. It's sort of different, again, because I don't have the five wing and I'm not social blind. So I'm actually, like, out there. But in my out there-ness, I'm so self-limiting. Like, for example, I will never come to a zone. I won't come. I can't do it. I can't do the group. I can't do all the stuff that you guys do is like, no, hard, cut off, cut it out, not happening. I'm not going to do that. Um, so if we do something as a group, say, it kind of has to be, I think, I don't, I think we talked this in our last call, but I'll reiterate it. Like, you know, we all met in New York. I was really grateful that it was like, okay, Joseph will meet us if we go to a rooftop bar. So let's just do that. And that was really nice. But I don't want to insert myself. No, we didn't talk about this. Sorry. Um, I don't want to insert myself in into something that you're doing and say, I have to control everything that happens here. Because if I can't, I will leave. So I won't go to clubs. I won't go to, I won't do a million things. And I won't do stuff like even in high school, this was like really difficult for me because it was like social limitation where I'd be like, I like you and I like you, but I don't like you. Or I want to hang out with just you during this time and you have to go. Like I would tell my close friends, no, you can't like we're not hanging out right now because this is my time with this person and I don't want to be like it was just I was just so self-limiting and so controlling about social and and going back to that piece we were saying about like the instinctual area that you do fourness in like social sexual is about social chemistry so that's the thing like I need to feel that something's happening to you when we talk, when we interact, and it's like very specific and you can only get it from me. And if I don't have that, 
I am like, if you're trying to universalize me into a group or you're, it's the same jokes, the same conversations you have with everybody. I don't want to be around you. Like it makes me anxious to even be around you because then I can't do me or something. Yeah. What yeah. is the, like, if you didn't have control and we're just like thrown out into things, mm -hmm. what is the fear, anxiety thing that would have the bad thing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is the bad thing? Um, I don't know. I actually, yeah, like that's, that's like, I need to do inner work on that. Like, what is the bad thing? I guess it depends on the situation. Let me, let me think for a second. I have a, okay. So like, I have a, like if, if I'm saying, I don't want you, I'm talking to you, like, so, okay, John and I, we're talking, Mecca's going to come in, for example, and I wouldn't actually mind this. I'm just, <laughs> as an example, uh, it comes in. Now, the thing that we had, the thing that, that we had, that specific chemistry that is me, but now it's connected to you because it's social, has now been destroyed because it's changing. And then you guys have your own thing, and that's not about me. And so now we're not doing my four thing, we're just doing the thing that everybody does when they talk. I see. So it's, is it yeah. like, um, there's like a preciousness about social chemistry? That's right. Yeah. And then if, the, if that social chemistry is disrupted, does that potentially like, you know, the shame, shame is like the, un, you know, supposedly the underlying thing of the yeah. heart center. Is that what it, yeah. some kind of shame or humiliation? Is that what it yes. brings up? Yeah. Like I remember being, I had, uh, you know, when you're younger, you kind of do more group stuff. You're like yeah. in school or whatever. So I had like a few friends in university that I would hang out with one-on-one. -on -one, and then the four of us went out uh, one day and they started talking like sort of without me. and. Instead of just being like, this is just like normal, everybody has different conversations and they have their own connections. It was just like, oh, my fourth, instead of, I can't adapt. So my fourth thing, the thing that I have with each of these people is now being ignored and no one's interested in it. And I felt like extreme shame and extreme, I don't know, uh, yeah, humiliation. But it was just like, they're just talking to each other. And if my friends are getting along with each other, isn't that like a good thing? But it was like, no, it's like you're saying that this it's like the tavern dance you know what i mean now we have to do the thing that we all do instead of the thing that i my my social identity that's not about like unencumbered by your stuff interesting yeah yeah, yeah i've yeah. never really said this so i'm not explaining it very well no, you are. <laughs> like You're really straight. aware that okay <laughs> no yeah. i mean this and this is kind of what i like wanted to get into the guts of you know what I mean? yeah no like, it's good um because what you're saying, like, it's my, my experience is very different, but it's like, um, well, actually, when I say that, it's probably not in relation to the sexual instinct, because I went through a whole thing with my social instinct. Um, mm -hmm. Part of it was in my isolation, like, I realized that uh, the way you get to talk to girls is by having friends. And... Right. The way that you get are interesting to girls is you have in interesting experiences, right? And you know, I you know, I don't know, like that. That's at least like the heterosexual dynamic, right? It's like, right. yeah, as a man, like if you're just like in your room drawing, like not too many women are going to be that interested in that. And sure. my freshman so no year, can of find you, no one can find me, right? And my freshman year of college was like incredibly incredibly isolated where i was like just going on hours long walks at night by myself not talking to anybody uh, online a lot that's and, and it was like that was when i was studying enneagram a lot and mm -hmm. enneagram one of the reasons i latched on to enneagram is because it became a thing for me to talk about with people right like it became like that's like basically how i started teaching it was because i was talking about I, this it was my only thing to communicate about in a certain way. <laughs> and so it was like just, you know, very like cornering somebody and just and blasting like, yeah, at them. Five. And that, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I went through this process of um, kind of like intentionally going through social humiliation to kind of just do it, you know, just to kind right. of. So like uh, there's a certain way on one hand that I just like, I, I can filter people out. So like in high school, even though I'm this withdrawn person with the school dances, uh, I would start them all cause I like to dance. And it was like, we'd be at like homecoming or whatever. And it'd be like, 
no one would be dancing at my conservative Catholic school, and they'd be like, mm-hmm. "Where's John?" They'd put like Thriller on. They get the DJ to play Thriller or something, and I would just start dancing in front of everybody, and they would start to dance. But I didn't know how to like verbal be with anybody. Right. And so there was this whole there's whole process of um, it was a whole pro- I'm trying to like, but there was a whole process of just kind of like letting myself embarrass myself. Yeah. And also be a dick. Right. Like it was a little bit overriding some of that like like emotionality whatever thing and just like letting myself be a dick and that actually became a very effective way to like um exist with other people. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think we've talked about this before but it's really the dancing thing is really interesting to me because dancing is I think about I always think about like DJ is like the antithesis to my trifix or just like mm. four in general. Um, and they just have this like music's playing. So now my body's moving. I'm with it. And there's almost like no way that you can dance without sort of looking kind of peacocky stupid for like a split second where you're like, what's yeah, that totally. person doing? Oh, I guess that's hot. Or like it takes a second and it's like, it has to be. It only works if it's, I mean, unless we're talking about like choreographed dance, but that's, you know, that's a yeah. different thing. But you have to be comfortable being unscripted. And so there's something so terrifying about that to me that, first of all, I would join in with Mm. everybody in this room. I didn't choose the music, which is a problem for me. I didn't choose the venue. I didn't choose anything. I didn't curate anything about this. It's like I'm supposed to just passively start doing what everybody else is doing and like moving my body and being comfortable, like looking stupid or looking unscripted. And like, that's something I have almost never done in my whole life. Like school dances. uh, Like I remember being in like grade eight and some girl, I mean, okay, part of this is because I was like grappling with being gay or whatever, but still some girl was like, Oh, let's just slow dance together. And I kept saying no. And then like, she kept being like, it's okay. It's okay. And I like threw her <laughs> to the other side of the room. Cause I was like, I like, I was just so angry. Cause I, and it was all just like humiliation, shame. Everybody in the room was just kind of like, I don't know. It was like grade eights just sort of awkwardly holding each other and just like, I don't know, bobbing back and forth or whatever the fuck they think slow dancing is. But like, I couldn't do it. I was like, I cannot, if people are looking at me, I can dance alone or like in front of my partner or whatever, who's like seen all these other sides of me. But just funny that you say about dancing, it's because it's like, it was something that you like intentionally did almost probably knowing what I'm describing, that it's like the antithesis of four and just like, I'm going to fucking do this. You know what I mean? But like, for me, I just can't fucking do it. I still can't do it. I've also got like some kind of DJ himbo thing in me. Like that's like very (laughs) dumb, you know, it's like, yeah, uh, I like, I like to party and uh, there's this like way I do like to embarrass myself. Like, I mean, I had one of Alexander and I this weekend had one of the funnest nights like I've had in ages. We go to this bar near our place. They've always got great DJs. We just got lit. Just were dancing just the two of us like all over each other. Lit. And it was just like, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> and and it's so dumb. Like we get very dumb yeah. together. Yeah. And yeah. Um, like Totally. I've always had this, yeah. like, I love to be, like, just dumb and wild. Like, when, you know, at the zones, like, I mean, pro- we just go out and just get dumb. And I just love that. So, yeah. um, I don't have that same kind of, I, like, my, my social self-consciousness is primarily verbal. Right. And so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. It's, like, about um, my slow processing and also just, like, the things that I would ever talk about. But like, I went through this process in like starting in middle school where um, some kid came up to me in like ninth grade and was like, Hey John, we were all in the gym and uh, we were all talking and we, d- we all decided that you were the nicest kid in the grade. And I remember going like, this has to change, you know, like, yeah, that's not a compliment. No, that was like, that was really horrifying to me. Yeah, that's terrible. I felt so not seen and I felt like, (laughs) I was like, no, I gotta do, I gotta put in some work now to like be myself and not just be so (laughs) withdrawn, sensitive little, like I, you know, I used to cry really easily. Uh, People used to know my feelings. I used to fall in love, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so um, I went through this like weird process of, and it was partially intentional, but partially it was like giving myself permission and 
uh, or like not even permission, but like um, it was like pushing out so I could be myself. And so there was like, I went through this period of setting a lot of things on fire. Like we had um, in my gym, we had like a rotate or we had a rotating schedule in high school. And so in the end of the days, Tuesdays, we had gym and my friend and I would take, um, what is that? Uh, not lighter fluid, um, rubbing alcohol. And we'd like set the gym on fire, like the, wow. the, the locker. Like, so we do like slip and slides or we do like turn the whole shower on fire. And then we turn the like water on to like, you know, if it was like set escalating school I, on fire, I set the, the locker room on fire. We did like Molotov cocktails. Like it was uh-huh. like we got gasoline involved and all this. kind, of, And it was just like this weird explosive like <laughs> right. fire thing that we got into. But it was kind of like this, um, it was like this, like allowing myself to expand and like to, um, it felt some kind of like integration of something bodily that I like hadn't had access to before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I I feel like I've never had access to my body. I, I mean, I also, I hung out with girls, so they weren't setting things on fire. <laughs> that's kind of a boy thing, but um yeah, what was I going to say? Um, we're talking about... Um, Social, like, self-consciousness and... Oh, oh, just, right. Like, that, the thing how you said, like, you know, getting dumb. Um, there's something so, yeah, again, like, anti-for about that, that, like, when you know me well, and I'm really trying, it's taken me a long time to just, like, release on DAA, on Prince's Court, and it's sort of freeing. Um, but... Uh, if you know me well, yeah, I'm, I'm making weird sounds. I'm making, I'm have my own weird language. I'm just saying stupid shit. Like I'm just like devolving into (laughs) like, yeah, like a caveman and it feels so good and it's so freeing, but with like, I think there's something with four ring three and social that just makes it a lot more like tight lipped. I really have to be in comfortable spaces and it could take me a long time to get there. I mean, if you watch DA videos, like the first few videos we did versus now, I mean, my personality is, is starting to like come out in a way that it just wasn't before. This is the thing. There's the thing about like fours being authentic. Like you're so authentic. There is something, there's something authentic about four in terms of like its negativity and rawness. But like, I don't think I'm being myself all the time because I'm saying no to a lot of my natural reactions in favor of an image. That's really good. Yeah. 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 That's really good. Yeah. Cause I think the way I think of authenticity for four is not that I'm just like super honest or something, but it's right. It's trying to be as, um, this is not the right word, but like loyal to that inner sense of self as possible. Yeah. yeah. But I liked your, I do feel like the path of growth for fours and probably fives too is to devolve. Yeah, like, that's right. Become yeah. stupider. Get low. <laughs> yeah, get low. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get na- like yeah. nastier and sweatier and disgusting. Yes. And um, I mean, like you know, and and also like like to your point too about I can't remember exactly what you said, but it evoked for me like like in that bar this weekend with Alexandra. Like it used to be where I would I'd be like, can I be myself in this situation? Right. And Go with the flow. And now it's like, I'm going to just make this a situation to be myself in. Right. Like, I'm now yeah. just going to, now this, now this bar is a dancing bar, it. you know? Yes. And that happens a yeah. lot. And I think I'm, I have a lot of freedom there being social blind to just be yes. like, I'm going to put yeah. my hands on the reins and like yeah. make this what I want it to be so I can be myself. Yes. Yeah. Um, and if I can't, I just withdraw, you know? But yeah. uh, it's just like, all right, I'm, I'm setting the new tone for the, the vibe or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like usually very dumb. And that's where it's like actually most effective for me mm-hmm. is making things dumb in a certain way. And it, I find that actually people, uh, there's a certain like personalness in the dumbness. Like people will yeah. kind of feel... Like, oh, I can be dumb too, you know? <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's the attachment game that everybody plays that, like, I'm constantly disgusted by. Yeah. Like, you know, we did this whole thing on, um, when I was single before, but when I was dating and every profile is the same, like, what's <laughs> that your was really funny. Yeah. Pineapple on pizza. And I just want to, like, take their necks and just, like, snap them. Like, what about your head off? Is that a fucking so, pet? Yeah, thing? yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's it's just because it's this, everybody's saying the 
the base thing that makes the person in front of you go, yeah, same, or like, ha ha ha. Like, it's like, we say naturally so many things that just sort of, it's like a line that we're sending out and it stops there before it hits the person. Actually, we were on the call the other day. I was laughing because I think you were, you were trying to make an analogy to me and you were like, are you a movie person? I was like, no. And then it was like, well, where do we go from here? I don't know what to tell you. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so like, it's just like this, like two fours, just like staring at each other. Like, what the fuck? Okay, like we're supposed to continue relating, but neither of us is going right. to take a step forward. Totally. But yeah, it's yeah. like if That's you funny. can, yeah, if you can, if you can take that step, and that step is actually not that specific color that comes from inside of you. It's fucking pineapple on pizza, or it's fucking dancing. Or it's just like being stupid and being relatable. And it's like, yeah, like our journey is like, can you just be a little bit more attachment? Which means it's not doesn't mean being stupid, but that's just like one tactic to get there where you're just like starting to release some like honest play energy yeah. that just comes out. And you're like, you know what? I'm actually just high off of this. So I don't care anymore. Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, play energy. I mean, I'm uh, yeah, calling it dumb. Like it's. It's less maybe like considered, you know, than our usual yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. But like, I mean, for me, like, uh, like dancing, sexuality, um, you know, like my dad uh, got me into weightlifting when I was a teenager. I know, like, I'm so skinny, it doesn't show, but like that was like a big thing. Um, uh, you know, I've done like breath work, Gurdjieff mm -hmm. movements, um, Taekwondo, like these are all things that have been like really essential for me to like get dumb. And yeah, part of it, like I had a really profound experience um, where I was doing these Gurdjieff movements. Do you know anything about them? Uh, not enough to, but I do. I know I've, yeah, a little bit. So anyway, they're, they're all different qualities and some are really lyrical, some are really like intense, feminine, masculine, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we were doing a, a dervish one, which has a very pounding rhythm. And um, this, this, we had this like piano player that was like a replacement because our piano player was sick, and he's like a real weirdo. I'm in the front row. I'm doing. I'm like work, like you know, trying really hard to do it. And he like this is very un. This doesn't happen. Uh, but he like slammed the on the keys, and he goes, "You, you, you're throwing, you're doing it wrong, and you're throwing me off. Get in the back." And, uh, you know, it was a really interesting experience because there was like my teachers there. She was the one. I have a lot of friends in there. Um, you know, it's like a it's a humiliating thing to like yeah. get called out and shamed in front of a bunch of people. And I could feel in my body like the reactivity coming up of like wanting to be like, fuck you or like yeah. be like, yeah. oh, I was doing it right. And he's just getting it wrong. All these excuses. And I just like saw it show up and then it just like kind of like dissipated. And I just like got in the back. And right. didn't let it bother me, bother me. And it was like, it was like really a liberating thing where it was like, there's a little, like, I have some choice in whether something embarrasses me or not. And it right. was like, it was like a real teaching, teaching for my, like experiential, like teaching or, or revelation or something. And I, I kind of mm -hmm. bring that to whatever, where I'm like, I can feel I said something stupid, like even on this podcast all the time. I say yeah. the dumbest shit or I go, um, you know, uh, la, 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 and I just like let it go. And it's just like, yeah, that's helped me enormously is just to like mm -hmm. see that level of control I have, you know? Yeah. You know, no, and uh, same, uh, just doing again, I've with social for me, it's so, I mean, it's, it is so intense. Uh, and doing these, uh, has helped me. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, okay. So that, that scenario you gave, like, I'll post something and not so much anymore, but I started posting stuff on YouTube and I'm getting the dumbest fucking comments. Totally. Uh, and, and there it's, I don't know how to put this. Like, do I care about these people that are saying negative things? No. And I don't really need to hold space for any of this, but it's just like, I am already finding it so difficult to just like say anything that sounds fun or like whatever. And now I'm being, called out or criticized or something for it and i'm just like you know what um yeah like i have a choice here like i'm just gonna like forget about this and put out another video i'm just gonna keep good yeah doing this because and the more you do it the more that you uh you know just you're like oh, i did it it's done like it i was 
I felt bad, but like it's over. Like the next video's out, or you know what I mean. Like I don't. It doesn't matter what people are saying. Um, I'm also really tuning into like. So I have to edit the video. So like I have to watch it after, and that gives me like a bit of security because I can just be like, okay, if there's like one thing I'm not ready to for people to see, it, it'll be like the tiniest thing I said where I'm like, that looks stupid, and I like snip it. But I'll sometimes be like, just leave it. Like just leave. I had this. I released this Barbie <clears throat> thing that I did. With Alexander Nakram, and I thought it'd be funny for us to dance to the Barbie song at the beginning. And then I watched it back, and I was like, I want to take a knife and cut my head off. <laughs> Even if I don't put this, I can't believe I did this. Like, I'm disgusted. I look like an idiot. I was so disgusted with myself, and I was like, I'm fucking keeping it in. I'm keeping it in. It Beautiful. looks stupid. I don't care. But like this shame, it was just like, oh my God, like, you know, <laughs> so extreme. I can't let anybody see this. It's just, and I was looking at myself, and I was like, how dare you just like have fun but then i was just like but i did have fun and like we were laughing and i'm just gonna keep it in you know and i just i yeah. keep doing stuff like this yeah no that's great i yeah i think that's that like <laughs> yeah. humiliation exposure therapy yeah exactly you know <laughs> yeah like i was in a i did the taekwondo thing in a men's group and so like uh you know not only are you doing the taekwondo but then later you're talking about your like issues and so you know, I don't know, there's something about like so much exposure, like being in the body, receiving like impacts, like show, like trying to like, it's like a whole thing to like punch, right? Like to get a whole flow. And there, there's mm. this whole thing about like, you need to like punch from your balls. And it's like yeah. a, a, a wave of like aggression that's not like, you know, somehow like none of your body parts are like too tense or too numb or anything like that. Right. You're just it has flowing. to come from low. Yeah. And it's funny how like even like a really shrimpy person um, can make a big Im impactful punch when it, the flow is right. And so it was this thing of like, I don't know, like getting kind of like we weren't doing it like really hard contact or anything, but like getting kind of pummeled and then getting and then and then your issues all come up and all the stuff around aggression. Yeah. And like, you know, even like you're you're fighting and like what comes up is like your mom yelling at you when you're like six years old fighting your brother and like the way that you're like pulling your punches because don't hit your brother you know all this all this kind of shit comes in mm -hmm. and so it's a similar i feel like it's a similar thing of just um continuously like letting yourself just be exposed and exposed and exposed in a, like a yeah. kind of a dumb way yeah i want to sort of segue on the subject of balls um there's this thing i don't know if you've ever tried to sing like if you sing well or don't sing anyway I, but my, it's terrible yeah yeah okay um so one just like in terms of for being disembodied um one thing that singers are always taught to do like my, my friend's vocal teacher told her to sing from her vagina mm. um but it, it's just to say that it comes from uh the ground and like nines do this so well so naturally and some other types as well but i just think that there's like I play an instrument too, and it's kind of the same thing that like I've, it's taken me years, like where my teachers would be like, you're playing, but you're not breathing. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm not breathing? Mm. What am I dead? But they're like, you're not, you can't make a phrase without like your body being with this phrase. Like you think that just because your arms and your fingers are moving that you're like playing the notes, mm. but it's mm. like your whole body and the earth is engaged with you while you're doing this. And this is so, I mean, self press blind too such a blind spot for me that i'm like sometimes i will be playing for like an hour and stop and i'm like oh my god i'm in so much pain and i'm like what was mm. i doing i was just like tensing some muscle that didn't need to be tensed and i i was totally oblivious to like weird things i was doing with my body and it's just like i see um, everybody has to be taught but i see nines for example um there's so many famous pianists that are nines that or just, or singers, like, I don't know, whatever, Mariah Carey, where they're like, Mariah, like, how do you sing? And she's like, I don't know, I just do it. it they just, it's like, she opens her mouth and this grounded thing already happens. So if she has yeah. the talent, she can do this already. Um, I think fours suck at this. <laughs> yeah, naturally. Totally. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know your experience, but there's like a disembodied quality but then when i connect into my body which happens more and more frequently the older i get and the more i you know i mm -hmm. practice and stuff i mean the body that i'm waiting that that is waiting for me to connect to it is actually like very powerful and potent and strong and all these other kind of things it's like there's a lot there 
Right. But to get out of the emotional mental loop and into it, like, yeah. that, I mean, that happens much more easily now that I'm older, but like, um, it's like, it's not, a, it's not quite a nine-ish flow way, but there's like mm-hmm. this, when I can get into the okay. body. And so like, what is your, do you have a, a similar experience of that? Or like, what is it when you're able to make that connection? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, you were saying, I was thinking about like, do I feel that? And like, I don't think so. I think it's rarer. Again, this might be my stacking playing as well, like gut last and stacking. It's almost just like, I don't know. I haven't had that experience yet. And I'm actually interested in like at some point doing something like breath work, like something that tricks me. Like I have such a, it's a, such a blind spot to stuff like that, that I'm just like breath work. It's just breath. Like there's some part of me that's like, what mm-hmm, the fuck is breathing mm-hmm. going to do? Like, I really don't think that these things do anything i don't think working out does anything when mm. i was younger i didn't think that you needed to brush your teeth i was like you don't have to like i do mm. now <laughs> yeah. i was like i like, went to the dentist and had seven cavities at once and i was like wow. oh like I just, I just didn't brush them but i yeah. have this arrogance about like i don't have to do any of that stuff like you know what i mean like i don't have to be in my body um i i'm i'm trying to think of like if there's no it's like a really good question like are there moments where i have that feeling of you know what it is um there are times where like it's very rare, but like someone will throw a ball and I like catch it and I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. Like, and then I'll miss the next 20, but it's just kind of like yes. there's something I was like not uh, overcompensating social and sexual for a moment. And then I went into self-pres or whatever. I was like, oh, boom. And I'm like, oh, I can do this. Uh, totally. Yeah. That's and then I, mean. I start thinking about it and it's gone because I'm thinking exactly. instead of being right. Yeah. No, totally. That, no, exactly. The same thing where it's like suddenly my body, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to yeah. play like, it's really embarrassing, but I used to play lacrosse in high school. That is embarrassing. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I sucked, but there was this thing where, uh, you know, do you know anything about it? Like there's like a, a net on the end of the, your the stick and all that stuff. Net? Uh, yeah, I know you have to be white to play, that's all. You have to be very white, yeah. And yeah. there's like a... Anyway, it was a whole thing where it was like, I could just notice the way... I, if I got dumb, I could do it, you know? Yeah, like, right, yeah. If I got dumb... <laughs> yeah, and even dumb jock. Yeah, and even if I, like, I got dumb, like, I got... Um, I am pretty good at, like, getting, like, uh, tackled or tackling and stuff like this. And if I just got, like, really fucking stupid and low in my yeah. body, it was just... It just happened. And yeah. yeah, so that's funny. I don't know. Also, I mean, oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You got it. I was going to say this applies, I think, I mean, I don't know if you want to do this topic, but it applies to sexuality for me in a big way. Mm. I have to get dumb and I'm, I'm always having sex with nines. Um, and I like <laughs> always. Um, and it's, there's, there's so, they just go from like existing to like screaming and like, like a second, you know, like one touch, whatever. They're like made for just like this embodiment. They're, the line between eating and s- having sex is the same because it's all body. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just kind of like, sometimes I'll be standing there and somebody's like, starts touching me or something. And I'm like, oh my, it's like a, like that thud thing sound that you just made up. Almost, I'm like, oh my God, body, body, what the hell are we doing in my body? And then I start thinking about it and I'm just like, no, just like be stupid, like turn your thoughts off and yeah. just like get into this. And like, I'm really, that's like something I've been really trying to work on because I'm just like, I don't enjoy myself when I'm thinking during sexual acts. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I yeah, need yeah. to just be in it. And like, or if I'm feeling like aroused or whatever, and I'm just like, I want to do something, you know, obviously mm. within the lines of consent, you're like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes I'm just like, Oh, can I say this thing? Can I give this slap? Can I give this whatever I can't, but like, what, how's that going to come across? And then I'm doing social image stuff and I'm, I'm, and I'm, paralyzed and i'm like this is not good sex so i'm that's like that embodying thing i think goes in that area as well yeah totally um <laughs> yeah. i've i've always been like my heart and my genitals are very connected like okay. <laughs> like very responsive like if my heart <laughs> is touched i get you know excited or whatever like okay and so it's never like sexuality has always been like an, a very like liberating space for me and very natural and i kind of feel like i mean um i've always kind of felt like if i could just be like sexual constantly i would be really happy and free you know and but not even like with other people in a certain way like 
it's oh, I just... can do it by myself. Yeah. <laughs> like in my no no yeah like but in my mind like it generally like I talk about sex all the time. I'm feeling it. I'm very in touch yeah. with arousal. But then now someone's looking at me and touching my body, and it's a different story because I really have to be. Yeah, like on for them or something. Yeah. Well, that that part even like like that like it's like that's like the right kind of being seen for me is like seen yeah. by a, a woman in in a sexual space. It's like mm-hmm. I feel very like relaxed and free. It's like all that you know with Josh's language like frustration with gays. It's like yeah, the gaze I'm looking for is sexual gaze. Okay. And yeah, so when I feel like uh you know and hopefully Alexander won't be annoyed with me about this, but like. When she like really objectifies me, mm-hmm. like just objectifies me, <laughs> I am so happy. You know whether you know, she's yeah, that's sex, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's like it's like there's there's some way that I like feel like I'm like just absolutely myself, right? Yeah, and so even though there's all this disembodied stuff, that's always been the arena. That's like that's the that's like the pr- like sexuality i mean it, there's so much more that i than i feel comfortable going into in a thing that people listen to but it's yeah, like right <laughs> it, yeah, there's same. there there's so much tied up in like identity in my heart and everything there that's like it's this on one hand this arena of immense freedom and and joy and then this other hand there's a lot of um yeah yeah neuroticism i feel that way about social it's kind of it's like doing stuff like this i'm just like oh like i'm anxious because now i'm gonna have to do a call and we're getting to know each other and everybody's listening and that's a lot but i'll get off the call and be like whew like that was fun like you know what i mean it's the same kind of double just in the the subject of sex is interesting because what you're saying about like being objectified it's like i actually feel that way too but in a social sort of body blind way like if somebody's like I want to look at your pictures or, and I want to stare at you or I want to do that. It's like, yeah, that feels really good. But if hands are on me now, like body and, or I, and I have to now, or it's not even, okay. It's not about actually hands on me. It's like, I now have to perform something or it feels performative. Like I can't, it's like, I have to do that thing that we were talking about earlier with the dance where I just get dumb and be free. If I'm just being objectified that, yes, I agree. Like I can stay in that space for a long time. And even in a social space, if someone's almost doing that sexual thing to me socially, like, I love talking to you or I love this dynamic or whatever, I can stay there. But when it's like right down into the like body thing of like, okay, now you are expecting me to do something with you to you and make you feel a certain way. Now I start to overthink body stuff. It's like it can stay digitally. It can stay in, in, in just gaze, so to speak, with eyes, with you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a lot to go into here, but that's just I, been my experience. So one of the things, I mean, way back, I think it was on the, we did a podcast on um, uh, Mindhunter and Silence of the Lambs and looked at, like, um, who's that? Hannibal uh, Lecter and yeah. the Tooth Fairy, the, the two, like, killers in those movies as examples of a three and a four. And I think in that episode, I was talking about like how the heart types have this sort of timeless sense of identity. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like being an embodied person or in time is like you're proving yourself or like trying to make your day to day actions relate more congruently with that like eternal out of time self, like that ideal right. self or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's right. Kind of like, tell me if this is right, but what I kind of hear you speaking to is there is like a very strong kind of like, eter- like, like it's going to sound cheesy, but like eternal Joseph or like Joseph that is like your idealized self. That's right. And it's like, there's the yeah. different opportunities to prove it in. That's right. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes it feels really good and sometimes it feels mm-hmm. really like jarring. Is that yeah 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 you're kind of, it's a sense of like, even yeah, in the sexual space or the dance space, anything, it's like. I'm always looking up at some godlike icon of yeah. me looking and being a certain thing and then feeling not that. And so mm. if I were in, say, a three, I might be like, I can, I can adjust, I can be that thing, right? It's there. Yeah. And I'm, I don't feel that off of, like, it's a, and I, it's a frustration. I'm not that and I can't do this. So I, it's like that's where the withdrawn type thing comes in. Like now I have to go back inside and deal with this. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So 
Last thing uh, I want to ask you about before we go, because I want Emeka to suffer too much, is uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was curious about like your line to two. Yeah. And um, how you experience that. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I've actually thought about this a lot, and I'm, I'm not... Maybe you have something to add here. I don't know. Let me... Uh, my line to two. Okay, tell me, how, tell me how you experience your line to two. I want to see if I even relate to this at all. So with the with the lines, like I always feel like you know, like there's the high side and the low side, and so, um, you know, the low side of two. Well, I'll say first the high side of two. I guess is, I feel like very like sentimental and lovey dovey for the like few people in my little right. inner thing, especially Alexandra. Like when she gets in her nine zone, she has this like she like gets all cozy, and I like I want to bring her tea, and I want to make her feel good, and I want to please yeah. her, and I want to like like make her you know like it's very i want to build her up i want to make her whatever i want to give her like what i see in you i offer that to her and it can be very like you know she alexander's very cute right and so just Mm -hmm. there's like this like oh you know like this cuteness thing um but then my low side of two is when i've been obnoxious and alienating and self-absorbed it's like i get self-conscious that i have sabotaged the dynamic i have with people i care about and so there can be this like this like kind of over like i like it's kind of like overcorrecting for all the selfish self-absorbedness and i get a little like outside of myself and can i do something for you and like um it's not people pleasy but it's 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 a little bit it's counter to my withdrawn individualistic thing you know what I'm saying? And it's coming from a place of, oh, no, you know, did I fuck this yeah, yeah, up yeah. kind of thing? Uh, yeah. OK, so I'm starting to get. So I now I think the reason I was like not sure is because I, I have six and then a one wing two, um, which are like double, it's, uh, super ego types. Right. Um, so I'm I don't know how much of this I'm conflating with like the six one stem that I have. But um, I am controlling about my good deeds for people so Mm. like i will be like i like (laughs) like i cook right and i i but i have to cook and you can't help me because i don't or or no no i I, i'm happy to have help but it's like i'm doing this and then i make it for you and then you have to like it and if you don't like it you're hurting me Mm -hmm. um sort of i do i do like stuff so i guess like the high side and the low side because i actually can be weirdly like i'm so selfish but then at the same time all of a sudden i'm like really giving where i'm like buying you gifts and i'm doing all this like stuff but then the low side is that like i'm quite it's like i'm such a dick all the time i did this one thing for you and you didn't go (gasps) like you know and now i'm Mm -hmm. i'm hurt because it's just like fine i'm never doing anything nice again yeah it should have been like really special to you that i did something yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. right exactly yeah and i want it to be receive and it but it's but it's also it's controlling like it's really nice like i i like i'm i'm a gift buyer i'll be like i bought you a cookie i bought you this and it's really Mm. sweet but like sometimes like you know my nine whichever one it's been in in the past will just look at me like (laughs) i don't want the cook like i don't want a cookie i don't even eat cookies and i'm just like i I bought it for you like you know what yeah yeah, (laughs) just like i get you don't want the cookie but it's like I didn't check in really to be like, does he even want the, I just like, I have yeah. to do something nice. I have to do something nice. It's like, I, like you said, an overcompensation for the fact that I am so controlling about my space and everything that happens and I'm critical and I'm frustrated all the time and I say mean things, but here's a cookie. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, that's, I have my own. I also, you know, like on, I don't know if you've heard any of the pods where they make fun of me for heart blasting at zones. Like, <laughs> no. so, so one of the things, especially if I get on MDMA, one of the things that will happen is I start telling everybody how much they mean to me and how, uh, like, yeah. I'm, you know, like, again, in Josh's language, I start to give gays like a two. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. this is I what I there. see in you. And it's, and it's <laughs> like, you know, Emic has made fun of it because, like, he's, like, gotten into relationships twice because, they, like, it opens up a heart energy in the whole room, <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah, yeah. but it's like, it's, like, I don't know if you have that kind of a thing, but, like, I get, like... And that's actually really special to me to be able to offer what I see in people to them. And I don't have yeah. anything about it. Like, I don't need it received back at all. It's just like, I want to give what right. I see. And so that's like, a, I don't know, that's a big two thing for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it manifests, I think, a little bit for me, too, in the social space where, again, it's a moment of uh, emotional softening 
that I'm like, usually like if I'm in a social space, I'm just like, no, I have to be the least nice person here. And I can't let nobody can be, you know, it's so stupid, but it's true. Like, I really don't like if somebody tells me I'm really nice, I'm just like, how dare you? Like, what's wrong? Yeah, yeah. Like I like, uh, but then I'll get this euphoric feeling social sometimes in a space. And I'm just like, you know what, guys, I really want to tell you that, like, I value you so much. And all of a sudden I'm like, really soft and it's a i don't know about you but when you go to that line it's almost a tidal wave and you're euphoric for a second yeah, and you totally. can't get out of it um yeah, yeah and then and then again but then you're also still really sensitive about yeah, yeah. it too so if it's like not being received at all you're just like fine back to four fuck all of you guys you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, like, yeah 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 and i the, some of my cheesy himbo stuff comes out there too because i get a little like you know like very white like of just <laughs> like kind of big and annoying and like talking really close to the mic totally yeah absolutely yeah. all that kind of shit <laughs> so, yeah uh, i think we should probably wrap it there but uh unless yeah, you had anything yeah. else no um, that's good yeah i think this is a really interesting thing and i'm thanks for thanks for doing it yeah yeah you know i mean we we should talk more because you're the only other four i mean i know you had a relationship with four so you've like kind of gotten a in a way, you know way more about this type than I do. And my, like, it's really difficult to do self-analysis. For sure. So it's like, I know more about six because I've seen a billion sixes. I don't know a lot about my own type. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting to, to talk to you and, like, compare. And also just see how, parse out the things that aren't four that, for me, are social or three-wing or my, my trifix or whatever and, like, find the, the point where we're connecting what's that essence of that type yeah yeah and i would like to do um more four three four five comparisons yeah uh, there's a lot to be done there because we have yeah. a lot of different experiences like yeah yeah and even just like getting into like the like for lack of a better term the aesthetic of it like mm-hmm. i was sh- sharing some stuff of like buto and all this other kind of like Art, and then Boteau is like a Japanese dance and then Arto is a French guy and he's like kind of different influences that I think kind of represent that space and then mm-hmm. after our thing on the tests thing was like oh wow like the difference of our wings is really powerful It yeah it's huge I from my perspective it feels like four wing fives almost like don't believe in beauty because everything's ugly or something and like yeah. four wing threes believe in beauty it's just not anywhere that I can see or something you know what I mean yeah. yeah, like the word beauty is like does really resonate, but it's like a very like specific and veiled yeah. kind of beauty. So, yeah. so yeah, there's more um, to talk about there. Too. Also, you know, if you ever want, uh, we could do some online breath work. I don't know if that would be out of your comfort zone or anything, but I do yeah, that with it, people all the time. It is absolutely out of my comfort zone, <laughs> but it is. That's. I mean, it sounds terrible if I'm being honest, but no, it is actually something I've been thinking about for a long time. I at some point I will reach out to you because I do actually think it would be it's a huge blind spot for me so i want to get into it yeah i mean don't don't be shy anytime just hit me up yeah and it's gonna be great <laughs> cool. all right thanks Joseph. all right bye all right see you man bye